It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. From our global headquarters in State College, Pennsylvania, it's the AccuWeather Podcast. Here's your host, Regina Miller. Well, thank you for joining us for this week's podcast, and we are going out live on location. Guys, this week we go to Hack PSU, and uh, it's on the Penn State campus, and we got to meet with some of the up-and-comers, uh, young people in the tech industry. Some people from AccuWeather, too, with our mm-hmm. API and development team, so it's going to be really interesting. Right, so stay tuned for that. And before we get to that, we wanted to talk about uh, Hurricane Michael, because last time I sat down with you guys was actually... It was coming on shore at the exact time that I sat down with you guys last week. Uh, Panama City and Mexico Beach in the Western Panhandle Mm. was hit with Category 4, 155 mile-per-hour winds and storm surge, especially on the Mexico Beach side. The devastation is just... (laughs) Right. It has been horrible to see those pictures, and we've been down there. Uh, The AccuWeather Network has been down there, and at this point... uh, as we're recording today, the death toll is now up to 29, but it's still unknown how many people are uh, unaccounted for. And I believe in Mexico Beach, they are allowing the residents uh, to come back in uh, at the time we're recording this, which is Wednesday. But they've had curfews because there's been looters. There's been all sorts of problems. Now, we had Reed Timmer down there for the storm. But then afterwards, he had a chance to do a walkthrough uh, at the home of Susan Viafora. She was a Panama City resident who actually stayed during the storm. So take a listen to his conversation with her. So what happened here? We had a little hurricane. What we're gonna do is open this door and look inside and you'll understand. An old house and it just every room every room my son's window blew out too was it ter- was it terrifying riding it out in here worst thing i've ever been through in my life oh my god i gosh. got one word evacuate yeah. evacuate Jeez. i'll never do it again what's your plan moving forward no clue no clue my mouth sucky just Chuck my uh, tree through the roof. Oh my gosh. So that came through in the peak of the storm? Oh yes. This is my spare room. See right here? Mm-hmm. Get in here and look up that way. Mm. Oh, Even goodness. the wood ceilings. Jeez. Was the whole house shaking back and forth? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was a tornado. I kept hearing this roaring sound. <sighs> it's a mess. So you guys are gonna, uh, are you gonna have an alternate shelter? Do you have a place to go? No, not really. My mother's house is a little bit better, but not much. She's only two blocks away, so you can imagine. And we also had Jonathan Petromala, who got a chance uh, while he was down there to catch up with Governor Rick Scott. So one of the questions he decided to ask him was how this storm compared to Hurricane Andrew. Have you heard that it would be Hurricane Andrew? Have you yeah. seen that? Well, I had a hospital uh, demolished in Andrew. 
I was in the hospital business at the time, and we had all the windows blown in. We had to hand bitten patients for hours and hours uh, to save them. Uh, we had about 154 patients in the, something like that in the hospital then, and that's what Andrew was like. And I got in, I got there just a few hours after it happened, and there were no signs, there was nothing. And so I flew over Mexico Beach also, it was the same thing. If you didn't know where you were, you know, where you're going, I mean, you wouldn't know. There's no signage, nothing, everything's down. And you look here, you look at Lynn Haven, I mean, Callaway, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's similar. It's, it's just, and you know, it's, and um, you just feel sorry for the families. But the most important thing is you gotta keep people alive. I keep, and then, you know, you survive this, and I want people to stay safe. And like I was telling you guys, uh, there's a wow. curfew in place mm-hmm. right now. It's hard to mm-hmm. believe that people would be in looting. And, you know, I, I think, you know, some of it's just desperation, yep. I'm sure. But Panama City has been experiencing the looting as well as Mexico Beach. So there was a fatal shooting actually reported of a looter who was trying to steal a police car, of all things. Um, Landon Sweat, who was a resident there, he saw what was happening and he rushed his family inside. And as I'm crossing the doorway, I look back. I see the officer at the um, passenger side. I don't believe the door was open yet. I believe he had both hands like this. And I get about three more foot inside and I hear the shot. Wow, just that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I know. It's really scary. Yeah. It's an upsetting situation. We continue to cover it. We continue to keep people down there for the AccuWeather Network. And uh, I'm sure we'll be doing some updates as time goes on. Now we'll move on to the next segment of our podcast, which was on the Penn State campus, Hack PSU. Well, here we are. We're at the special edition of the AccuWeather podcast, and I, I'm sitting here with Andy. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Andy. How are you? <laughs> and Ken. And you guys, I'm laughing because we're sitting here and we have our uh, bright orange table. We're at the Hack PSU event, and there are how many? How many do you estimate? Around 1,300 uh, registrants for this year's Hack PSU competition at the business building on Penn State's campus. Right, which is amazing because they are all here. There's computer screens like all across the tables and all these kids brainstorming and we're watching them all and they are all coming up with ideas of how to improve your life right now through technology with all these like APIs. So it's pretty amazing and I'm laughing because Andy, right before we decided to open up the mics, was showing me how he hacked our computer so that all of our recordings are orange now. Yeah, the AccuWeather orange for when we're recording this podcast. So you deserve like a little prize for what you you. came up with. I'm I'm really proud of you. So the opening ceremonies just a little while ago for uh, Hack PSU. Now these these youngsters are going to get underway, start creating these amazing things. And uh, in just a few, we're going to have Ken Prell talking with uh, Chris Patty and Mark Ionelli, both from AccuWeather weather about uh, being a sponsor and about everything going on at Hack PSU. Right. There's a lot going on here, so we're going to hand it over to Ken. All right. Thanks, Regina. Uh, yeah, just off the stage right now, uh, Chris Batty, our uh, chief technology officer, and uh, Mark Ionelli, our senior technical account manager, uh, joining me now. Uh, thanks so much, guys, for having us out here at the uh, Hack PSU event. No problem. We appreciate it, Ken. Thank you. Yeah, glad to have you guys out here. And uh, Chris, let's start with you. Uh, just tell us a little bit about what AccuWeather's role is here at this event. Sure. So AccuWeather is a sponsor of this event. This is our uh, fourth year sponsoring it. So we're really excited about um, having students use the AccuWeather API to build some cool new products um, that help people in their lives, you know, new digital kind of products that are, that are really interesting. So, um, you know, we've been a corporate sponsor and, and we love seeing what the, what the students come up with and it's, uh, it's been, been really fun. 
And Mark, a little bit more about the AccuWeather uh, challenge and, and exactly what's going on with that. Yeah, yeah. So we opened up our API this weekend for all the students. We have all the content out there. And we keep reminding students the weather impacts everything you do, all every aspect of it, what you wear, what you do, how you feel. So we want them to take those APIs, apply them to different products in the real world and how they can actually improve people's lives, make actionable decisions. So you got the if, whether it's a real-world problem, whether it's an IoT device for smart home technology, or whether it's just something completely fun and creative, we're encouraging those students to go out there, build something, and just have fun with it. And they have the opportunity now to win prizes, or we've got some Amazon gift cards out here for the kids. They have the opportunity to talk here in the podcast. Some of these kids are really excited about that. So That's great to great, hear. <laughs> good energy. Good energy out there. I love it. Well, the competition just started here. It's a little bit after 2 o'clock. Uh, it goes for, what, 24 hours 24 now? Hours, yeah. yeah. And, and then, really, all the chaos kind of really happens, yeah, right? All, all the chaos, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it comes to a close a little bit, but, I mean, yeah, 24 hours, no eat or uh, no sleep for some of these kids. They're going to be up all night. Well, they got it set up, too. They got ice cream socials. They got games and activities. Keep these kids going all weekend. But, I mean, yeah, it's a lot Yeah, of I see fun. the game area here yeah, behind us. Yeah, it looks exactly. like they're going to have a, a Fortnite competition. Oh, they have, <laughs> oh, yeah. They have Fortnite. They have cup, cup stacking. They have Jenga. They have all kinds of different interesting events for the students. Yeah, that's going to be very cool. So uh, a little bit more about um, some of the products that you guys uh, are looking to see. Um, have you heard any, you know, any of the conversations? I mean, I've heard a lot of conversations going on. Uh, it's very cool about uh, breaking up different roles and their strengths, uh, bringing it to a team. So uh, oh, yeah, is there anything that you guys have heard here? Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, they really have a really cross-functional team. So they have folks from engineering, um, hardware, and software. Mm -hmm. So really they bring um, um, cross-functional, cross-platform teams to build really, really cool things. And we've even seen last year or two years ago, a team created a, a weather snow globe. Oh, wow. So, so <laughs> using the API to actually have things like, you know, glitter fall yeah. for snowfall or for rainfall using the API. So, um, you know, kids' kids' imagination, are, it's really impressive that they come up with, not just things like simple apps, but really super innovative, you know, IoT-type type devices. Really yeah. cool stuff. Uh, I feel really stupid here <laughs> uh, because I would never even think about half of that yeah. stuff, and it's really cool. It is very I cool. Mean, like I keep saying to kids, make an actionable decision for people. So tell people what to do. I mean, that, it's we got a lot of different other sponsors here as well. We encourage the kids to combine challenges even too. So we've got kids that are take our APIs, apply it to some of the driving technology with some of the car sponsorships here, some of the other uh, big technology giants out there. They're here as well. So it's definitely interesting to see what the ideas these kids come up with. So we've been doing this now for the past four years. Past four years. How difficult is is it to then judge these uh, <laughs> these products? Yeah. Judging judging is always a challenge. I mean, there's always really really great products. They cross. All different technologies, you know, Mark and I judge it. We spend <clears throat> a few minutes with each, you know, each each team, um, evaluate them differently on, on creativity, on, um, you know, really uh, ingenuity, what they do with the API. Um, so we spend, you know, a decent amount of time, five or ten minutes with each each uh, team and there's typically sometimes 20 to 30 teams so it's it's quite a chaotic process and you only have through. like an hour to yeah, uh, to make these this, this decision it's yeah I mean, uh, we definitely have we bring all of our top guys here and we all sit there and we talk to them and we think about like all right not just the technology technological aspect of it but the cool factor as i like to call mm -hmm. it like it, like chris said we had the smart snow globe that won a couple years ago and like it was just one of those things every time you tell somebody about that they're like Wow. Yeah, I was I just blown away by it. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, 
it's it's amazing what they come up with. I mean, we you know we have kind of the traditional stuff, but but the kids are, I mean, they're they're really really smart. Um, you know, same thing, Ken. I mean, I, I sit here too, and, and you know, in my job as a CTO, um, I'm super impressed with them every year what they actually come up yeah. with. Uh, before I let you guys go, because I know you got a whole bunch of stuff going on here. Favorite part of this event. I think just, I mean, honestly, being here and, and actually interacting with the students, um, you know, talking to them really, really in the beginning and kind of seeing their eyes light up. Um, you know, some folks don't even know AccuWeather is local to State College. Mm-hmm. And they say, wow, you, you guys are from State College and you do all this great technology stuff. We had no idea. So introducing them to AccuWeather, you know, getting them excited and, and seeing them, you know, their vision and, and really the creativity from, from zero to them getting super excited in the beginning. I mean, that pumps us up yeah. you know, a ton. How about you, Mark? Yeah, I mean, that's the right. Yeah. I was just going to say the energy. I mean, mm-hmm. it's amazing, though, like just the, the passion that these kids have and the creativity that they have. Because the best part for me is when they come up to the table and they start asking about that challenge and you start talking about what they can do, and you honestly see that light bulb just go for people. And they're, as Chris says, their eyes light up and they're like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to win this thing. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't great. know how many people come by our table here and have done the same thing. We're going to win it. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back you know, tomorrow, and yeah, we're going to be yeah. talking with you guys. Raw emotion. So it's great just to see that kind of passion at yep. this early of an age. I mean, these kids are in the future, so it's great to see the ideas that they got. Well, again, thanks. I know it's a busy time, so yeah. thanks so much you know, for uh, well, taking some time to, to sit with us. Uh, yeah, Chris Patty, Mark Ionelli. Thanks so much. Back to you, Regina. Thank you. Thanks, Ken. And you know what, uh, Andy, looking around here, the excitement is built. I mean, the students have 24 hours yeah. to fulfill this challenge. Yeah, in just a few minutes, uh, it's going to kick off. These these students are going to divide up into teams and start with their creations. And I tell you what, they are already in the zone. I think uh, they are. Uh, yeah, with uh, coffee and Mountain Dew is going to be flowing in <laughs> abundance here at the business building. And uh, they are just ready to go, ready to st- And honestly, I can't wait to get back for day two to see these amazing creations and what winds up winning at I know, because you never know, because something that comes out of this today, this 24-hour period, could be the next revolution, like the personal speaker systems now that we all have in our homes. So we don't know what's coming out of this. We're excited about it as well, and so we'll be checking in for day two. And back on day two of the Hack PSU event, they actually invited us back for a day too, Andy. Yeah, we're still here at the business building on Penn State's campus, the uh, home of Hack PSU, and uh, we're going to com- find out today yeah. who won the AccuWeather Challenge. Well, the competition, the 24-hour competition, just wrapped up. Um, Regina's out somewhere with the AccuWeather Network. Yeah. I mean, there's what over 1,400 people here. Yeah. Um, doing that participated in the Hackathon this year. So I mean, on the Hack PSU event. So it's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. So when we track Regina Miller down, we'll have here. We'll have her here with us as well. And then once we uh, unveil the winners for the AccuWeather Challenge, we're going to have the uh, winning team here with us on the podcast. Yeah, I can't. I would not want to be one of the judges here today because that decision is going to be super, super difficult. Yeah, going back to the discussion that we had on day one with uh, Chris Patty and Mark Ionelli about what it comes down to with judging. Yep. Eh, it's a, <laughs> it's I, all up to them. That's a lot. That's yep. a lot of, yeah, that's a <laughs> lot to deal with. But uh, it's going to be really interesting. and We can't wait to meet our winners coming yeah, so up. so once we track down Regina, and we'll have that for you. Well, we are just finishing up day two of PSU Hack. Hack PSU. Let Hack me say PSU. that again. Hack PSU. <laughs> Hack PSU. And uh, I'm sitting here with Mark Ionelli from AccuWeather. And, Mark, we have the winners of the Hackathon. That's right. After a bunch of teams that we talked to, 13 teams applied to the AccuWeather Challenge, which is using the AccuWeather API and building cool things, as I like to say. They apply it to real-world problems, an IoT product, or just something fun and creative. And you know what? I think this one falls into the last category of fun and creative because they did something 
very innovative and something we never even have seen before in all of our years of doing uh, hackathons and events like this. So let's start with you guys. Like, if you want to sure. say your team name and then introduce right. yourselves. Congratulations, so, guys. Thank you. Um, my name is Mike. I'm a senior at Penn State Barron's in Erie. I study computer engineering. So the name, the name of our project is Image to High Q. I'm Suparna Majumdar, and I'm a Penn State student as well, and I'm a computer science major. Hi, I'm Sophia Beta. I'm a computer science sophomore with a minor in entrepreneurship and innovation. I'm here at UP uh, studying how to make tech better. Hi, I'm Michael Chow, and I'm a freshman studying computer science here at University Park, and this is my first year at the hackathon, and I love it. I want to ask you guys about your creation, so sure. maybe one of you can tell me what yeah. you came up um, with. The idea was inspired by a video I saw for an MIT hackathon keynote. The woman came up to the stage and she described an idea she had. She wanted to help her readers visualize her poetry. And that gave me the idea that, well, the, you know the phrase, uh, a picture is worth a thousand words. Right. So that was our first idea. And from that, we spun off the idea of poetry. And we thought, well, no one's ever really taken a picture of, a, a, of anything and then said, write a poem. like sent that to any sort of technology and do that. So that's kind of where we got the idea from. Yeah, um, and I think we really monopolize on the where technology is going now. You see all in the news and everything that artificial intelligence is pairing human brains with computer brains and, and moving forward in, in a lot of productivity tools and, and knowledge. But we wanted to bring the human into that. We wanted to make sure that art and beauty and the emotion behind something like a photo of your family's wedding stays with that. So we built a computer program to understand that art and beauty behind any photo that we input into our program. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. It's such a cool idea. How did you come up with this? A lot of brainstorming. It was, well, yeah, there was a lot of um, back and forth that we went through. We came up with, I think, 20 ideas. We worked really well together. I think we did a great job. We yeah. kept on like praising each other. And we just, I think our skill set is diverse enough that we could like work on different things and work together on that. Um, actually, we're going to be working. We plan on working on another project in the spring, oh, uh, the great. next hackathon. This was a group effort. You guys really kind of came to this particular idea together. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. We took about two or three hours brainstorming. So we wanted yeah. to make sure that what we were doing was meaningful and that it had an application in the real world, but also brought our interests and our expertise into play. And I guess another reason why we chose the poetry aspect is because technology can be very utilitarian at times, mm -hmm. and it's very easy to get caught up in that. And sometimes it's, it's boring. So, <laughs> you're, so you're saying let's take let's, let's take it to the next level. Why don't we write some poetry? Yeah, right. Uh, like writing, like obviously, like it's, it requires critical thinking. So how do you do that? It's a really big challenge, and yeah. a lot of code, right? I'm, yeah, a lot of code. <laughs> I mentioned <laughs> over, you over, were in charge of the code. <laughs> yes, over <laughs> 300 lines of code. In fact, that, it's not a lot, but it's for what it was. It turned out to be a lot of time spent per line of code. Now, Mark, the one thing you said was that choosing this team, you really liked how they work together. Yeah, I mean, when we were talking to them, it was very clear they had a very designated work ethic and as far as breaking it up into the individual team members, they had a very complex and technical solution. They combined multiple aspects, multiple technologies here at the hackathon. And we thought that was very interesting and very innovative. It wasn't just like it seemed like a last minute hack trying to get into the AccuWeather Challenge, throw your name to the hat. No, they, they thought about it, you can tell. They, and they had the uh, 
chemistry there because just even the way they were presenting, I don't know if you guys got any of the footage here, but the judging situation was just, just mass hysteria. There's tables everywhere. There's hundreds of people all jammed into a tiny space, but they still acted very professional. They're very fluent. They're very uh, contextual with what they're offering to us and what they showed to us. So, I mean, we hands down, it was just we all sat down, and when we started to group together here at the AccuWeather team, we said, that's the winner, Image the Haiku. Yeah. Now, did you uh, did you guys all know each other before you came in, or is this no. just wow? <laughs> so this really just none of us knew each other. Me and Michael over here were roommates oh. before, so we were already planning like coming here as together. Okay. But the rest of us, we had no idea. We just like put it up on the team building workshop, yeah. and then we uh, wow. Up, yeah. I just posted some information about myself. I said I was looking for a group that needed a front end developer. Uh, I became the front end developer. <laughs> <laughs> They, I pitched to them my and idea in the chat, job. and they seemed to really like it. So I thought, well, I would rather have a team that is more motivated than technically oriented towards it because you can learn the details later on. Yeah, we learned a lot. There were probably five or six new technologies that we learned. It takes a lot of work, but we did it, uh, especially in 24 hours. There were also like an incredible amount of obstacles we had to get over. We almost didn't finish in time for the deadline to submit. Uh, we were encountering error after error. That That's what I was going to ask yeah. you, was like yeah. what yes. you ran into. I that mean, we did not know how to resolve. And we had a problem where we could not install one of the things we were using to analyze the image. And finally, at the last mm -hmm. minute, right before we were scheduled to submit, we were able to just miraculously install it. I still don't know how. <laughs> yeah, Magic. it was... Uh, magic <laughs> yeah we planned it out very well but the last part the deployment uh was something that i don't think any of us have ever dealt with yeah. so it's even like in, first and second hackathons even in my experience of being a senior i've never dealt with deployment so that's something that i did not know how to a lot time for well but it seems like this experience will really serve them mark i uh, you know going forward for sure in life and anything you do in your careers because you're always working in like teams in this kind of business absolutely like I said the fact that they did this in 24 hours and came with the idea found people that they some of them didn't even know each other and they came together to do this really liked that a lot and that's why it was right. a easy consensus for us to pick these guys where do you kind of see this going in the future what what can be an outcome of like what you've started on this project well, well for one thing we could finish it um, <laughs> we did. We did. That. It's not the prettiest thing. It's like we, we actually it. have. So you can, can you spin, the, can you spin yeah. it around so everyone can see? So yeah. that's actually the that's the main screen. Um, there's a way to uh, select a file and there's a way to upload it. So right now it's sort of it's still not fully connected. I mean, I'm, we're all very s still driven actually to finishing it. That's the next thing we would do is finish it and then obviously so then improve more. Yeah. Hey, thank you. I actually designed the background myself. It is so pretty. Like, yeah. I, just that, because you can't get that across on a podcast, you know? So. Yeah, I, this was, I developed this in uh, the background in Illustrator, applied it with Bootstrap and JavaScript in uh, some formats. Wow, that's great. I'm sure probably we're going to be trying to find a way to get this image that you have so that we can have it, you know, maybe uh, on, on our, our site. Let me just explain what it does. So as soon as I press this button, the image is sent to Google and to clarify, to analyze, and it will return a series of words for us to compose a haiku out of. However, uh, we also made effective use of the AccuWeather API yeah. to be able to determ determine like the coordinates of the uh, image, like where the image was taken. And then we used one part of the API to determine the city 
in which the coordinates were located. In this case, it would be State College. Right. And we use the second API endpoint to be able to determine the current conditions in that area. Right. Let me tell you, there's a lot of possible conditions. There's like <laughs> there's a lot of things. Yeah, there's a lot of. I, I did a lot of the developing with the AccuWeather. Actually, I did. I made the files that used your API. Um, and then he implemented them, and mm. he hates me for that. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the way that options. I gave him the, the data. But um, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was really interesting. Um, it's really easy to use. Uh, it was very helpful. The, all the documentation online was uh, pr very clear. Uh, so it was definitely, it was good. I, I definitely did not have any trouble dealing with it. Okay, so once finishing it, is where do you see things going with um, this, this this concept? I see you could probably maybe deploy it in a mobile environment yeah. where you can have an app and then uh, select <laughs> images and then maybe even save them to a server, the server that we're using. Yeah, yeah. Well, one application like that, that. that I thought, and it's a uh, cause close to my heart, is to Girls Who Code. So mm -hmm. I think this is a perfect example of what code can do and how you can make code fun and really applicable to your life and, and right. real. So I work with a, a Girls Who Code club, and basically, like, I'm planning on when we continue this and finish it out, bringing it to them, showing the girls, like, this is what you can do, and playing around, because that's the whole point. You bring it to young kids, and then they get interested in tech, and then they go further with their career, and they do amazing things. That's great. It's very inspirational. Mm -hmm. Part that we actually used your API for was the mood of the poem. So from the beginning, we knew that the mood would have to be, like, either sad or happy, and that would actually be, be determined by how cold it was or the weather, if it was raining or not. So that, I didn't realize it at first, but the API that you, you have, it ended up playing a very big part in how everything turned out, actually. Like we said earlier, a big part of what we wanted to do was bring emotion and really the human element into what the computer was doing, which is what um, your API helped us do. We found the API to be one of the simplest to use out of any of the ones we've used. So I think going along with our Girls Who Code uh, thing, uh, anyone who wants to really like experiment with APIs and just like test out APIs for themselves, AccuWeather API would be a great place to start. And I think the first one has like what, 20 free requests a day? Yeah. Something like that. So it's already a great option. And I've already used it in many of my smaller personal projects, which I love using. That's great to hear. I mean, yeah, actually, we, as you said, we have that free trial with 50 requests per day, actually, and we have three additional paid packages. And that's what we love to hear, the guys, that you guys are coming in here, you're trying it out, and then we give you the option to grow with you. So, like, you can test it first, kick the tires out, and then as you start to develop something, hopefully get it out there, maybe put it out on the market, do something cool with it. Yeah. Then you can maybe buy a package, and we start building with you. And then as you get bigger and bigger, we grow with you, and then, hey, maybe someday we can be partners. Let's get this thing out there in the market. We're ready. Right. Actually, it was a great, cool, outside-the-box outside thinking idea. That's why we loved it so much. Thank right. you. Thank well, you. thank you, guys. Thank all of you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Like Good I luck said, going forward. Build cool things, and this is <laughs> definitely a cool thing. I loved it. For sure. Thank you. Thanks. Well, we are now winding down. A lot of a lot of the people that we interviewed from the AccuWeather podcast been up over 24 hours. More than that at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. true, <laughs> true. Yeah. So everything is wrapping up. We uh, really got to see some great technology. Did you guys have any favorites? Oh man, there was so there many was that stuff. one that was really neat that won the overall prize. Not just the AccuWeather challenge, but it was the trigger happy. That yeah, the helped. smart weapon. Oh yeah, smart, smart, smart weapon. Yeah. So, yeah. with a camera yeah. mounted on a weapon to help. 
uh, make a deciding smart, factor yeah, if a, if a yeah. shot that an officer might take might be lethal, non-lethal. That's a really, really interesting technology. That's the thing I took away from all of this. Is It's not just like building cool apps or anything like that. A lot of these kids, uh, students, are looking to you know, build devices and stuff like that that will help humanity really right. it's not mm -hmm. it's not just like some cool you know video game or something like that or well, like it, yeah. even the team that we talked to uh sophia said how much she wanted art and beauty to be a part of tech because mm -hmm. people always worried that you know mm -hmm. especially with ai artificial yep. intelligence people worry that you about lose a basically little bit ter yep. terminator yes <laughs> you know, people worry about that and she's <laughs> right. like no we want to you know we want to show the humanity bring that into it so i thought that was great yeah very inspirational weekend i think it you was, know we spent here i feel i, I feel a lot to, better about the future yeah, yeah i, I didn't know because uh, it's in their hands yes exactly no, i no. don't know anything yeah. about this it was stuff, up to so, us forget about it right i'm glad they're in charge really had no idea what to expect when when coming here, you know, when we first had uh, Mark and the API team on in that last episode of the podcast, you know, learning about this event, but to actually be here and on location, I feel like I've learned so much more about how people use these technologies to develop great things. I, I think and so, too. The other thing that was cool is, like, the winning team didn't even know each other right. before yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, just four people coming together within 24 hours to create something like that. And <laughs> all sorts of conflicts. It, it yes. gives us all inspiration that Absolutely. we could all just get yeah. along a little yes, bit better little and bit. come together and, and get things done in a positive way. Yeah. So it was very inspirational. It's been great being here. Mm -hmm. and uh, It's been awesome. Great right. times. It has been great. So uh, that wraps up this week's episode of the AccuWeather Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe to the AccuWeather Podcast, giving you the stories behind the weather, discussions on trending weather topics, and so much more. New episodes every Thursday. Just search for AccuWeather on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.